Hey everybody, welcome back to the uh, podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us for another world-building episode. Uh, I'm joined today uh, by a very special guest. I'm joined uh, by Nikolai of Penance RPG. Welcome along. Good evening. How's it going? I'm all right. Awesome. How's yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I think, I mean, listeners, you have been on before, but it's been a couple of years. We had that interview episode... Time. We did, yeah, we did an interview episode where we just started talking and then realised we were taping it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for that, I mean, I'm looking at my uh, my Podbean dashboard here, that was in March 2019 that went live, so it's been a little while. A little, a little changed in the world in that time, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think before that, I think you briefly appeared as a voice on, our, like, on, our, on a radio in the Star Wars thing we did, but other than that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's been I'm, a little while. I'm still very weird when it comes to just... Just read this line, okay? <laughs> yeah, say this. There you go. Thank you. Chop that up and put it places. <laughs> um, today, though, we are. This is going to be the uh, first episode of what I'm. I was about to say what we're dubbing, but it's just me dubbing things in my head. What we're <laughs> we're dubbing uh, our world building uh, July um, to go along with uh, World Anvil's Summer Camp 2021 event, um, which actually doesn't technically start till tomorrow so this is going to be a little bit of a, a sort of random intro episode i guess something a little different we'll see how we get on um yeah see how it goes yeah uh i'm going to be frantically clicking the random prompt button i think on the world anvil website we're just going to bounce a few things off each other but think of this as a a sort of soft intro to our, our world building uh world building july basically we're going to be doing episodes um, every week uh, following the uh, the release of the official prompts for Summer Camp. Um, but today we can't do that. So join us every Thursday as we are uh, <laughs> checking out the prompts. Is this going to be with different guests every time, AJ? Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes because I, I really don't have this planned. <laughs> I see, I see, okay. You know how it goes by now. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm fairly good at making it sound like I know what I'm doing, um, but <laughs> as soon that's, as that's I... A job of any, that's the job of any DMs, to yeah. make sure you sound like you know what you're doing, even when you have no idea. But then I immediately crumble under the, under the very lightest of proddings, just like that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, this is cool, this is our official thing, and you're like, who's with you? I'm like, no one, I don't have any plans, this is <laughs> happening, <laughs> it's happening in real time. Um, yeah. We'll see, yeah, no, so... It, it'll it'll be fine. I'm I'm sure one of them may end up just being me on my own, but I, I'm sure um, some people will be able to join me for the other ones. But um, yes, anyway. So let's kick things off. As I say, we're gonna, we're just going to be kind of going through a few random prompts uh, on uh, using the random prompt button on the <laughs> on the World Anvil site. Uh, I'm going to click it a couple of times just to get well until. Yeah, I don't think we want to talk about. Um, we don't want to talk about uh, fashion trends. And I, I think between you and me, that's probably not our area of expertise. No, no, no. you won't get better on if you want to talk about fashion. Yeah. It's the, he knows uh, what the kids say and all that. Yeah. He is the most fashionable person we know. Um, okay. okay, well, this is a fairly broad one, actually. We could start with this one. Uh, all right. Write about a city or town in your world which is unusual or unique in some way. So, I mean, that's possibly the most broad category ever really <laughs> well, it, it, it depends really if you want like a sort of I'll put, put it on that backwater town that has a very weird worship thing or a unique thing or sort of you know they worship the turnip god or something i don't know just that's something quite, weird that's like that, that you just walk in and everyone's holding turnips in high esteem and you're just like <laughs> uh okay I actually quite like that like just straight off like there's i've got an immediate vision in my head of there's the statue in the town square of somebody holding up a turnip like it's like like what's the pose i do like the idea that it's the same person holding it up and it and the and the pcs can think oh that's the person because the same person you see everywhere but no it's the turnips they're holding <laughs> oh was like everybody's okay so everybody's got this sort of same statue of the same yeah. person and the same garb holding up this handful of like double handful of turnips oh wait so there's more than one statue i was just thinking like it's oh, a yeah. big statue oh, yeah. this, in... is, this, is, this is proper like everyone's got their own statue <laughs> this is proper cult behavior everyone's got their own statue Seriously, now and, talking, uh, it just looks yeah. at the same person everyone's walking around going right okay who is this guy in this statue because players don't look at what's in his hands or they might see oh it's turnips well, what's turnips yeah. this person's everywhere this person's got to be you know 
don't know something i don't know in my head i mean i'm picturing like a kind of like a, a bald guy with maybe like the the person in the statue like yeah, yeah. yeah just like a bald guy and but in my head obviously this doesn't fit the setting but in my head he's wearing a lab coat and i don't know why <laughs> so that could be I mean, if you're doing proper D D, it should be like the proper elizabethan rough style massive shoulders oh like possibly. a sort of um not conquistador what's the one um or like a sir francis drake kind of yeah that yeah. kind of style well hold on then so 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 what about this so what about if um this is the uh the town which is has been the first to adopt a new type of plant that has been brought by an explorer except it hasn't like this and so it, it's really kind of taken over this town as like oh no this is the superfood this is this is the best thing we've yeah. ever had and um but the you know outside of this town it's not really caught on too much but this is like the they 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 kind of revere the the explorer who brought back maybe not the it's turnip not like but... the idea that it grows wildly even five five miles away <laughs> and people just go oh it's just a weed no one cares but to them it's everything yeah maybe there was like a particularly harsh winter one year and yeah. they they got by on the abundance of this so this is like this is the the world center for like this you know particular type of knobbly carrot or something yeah I like that. So the the person in the well, maybe the person in the statue then is the is the sort of discoverer or whoever was sort of come up with it. No, we will eat these. This will get us through the winter. Which is what it's kind of like a bald old guy, maybe in like yeah. robes or something. He, he ran back to the village, screaming, "They grow in winter. They grow in winter." <laughs> yeah. Which is maybe fairly well known everywhere else, but like nobody really travels in this village. <laughs> Yeah, nobody has dared to uh, put such things in their mouth when you know hungry. Mm. Other places, other places go. It's a weed. Yeah, what are you wanting? Yeah, maybe this is even like spread to like like you said, the kind of like a bit of a cult like thing. So maybe even though maybe there is a fairly mainstream kind of worship like temple like agriculture god, but like the worship has kind of seeped into that. So while elsewhere they would be kind of like a general sort of, um, you know, oh, we are, we look after the farmers and their fields and, you know, praise be to, uh, I can't remember what the god, we, we got a list of gods on our thing, but I can't remember which one it is. Shantea, I think it is. So maybe elsewhere they're kind of like sort of just a bit more kind of general, like this is the god of agriculture here. It's the god of agriculture, yeah. but mainly this turnip. Yes. Yeah, it's the focal point, and there's like a big stained glass window display. Yeah, there's a big stained glass window that seems to have the same man, like sort of the proper arms open, and above him floats a turnip. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, like, are you thinking then that is there anything sinister about this, or if it's just like a thing where it's just weird? I think you've got the the good chance that people, the majority of players, will walk into somewhere and they'll see this same guy everywhere holding things and they'll assume it's the guy they won't assume it's the thing so you could easily have them doing lovely faux pas with it and with turnips like oh they go a turnip that someone hands them a turnip and say oh you know welcome to our village and they go yeah yeah chuck it away i don't thanks, care thanks for the and as soon as they yeah. do that you've got the story built of the whole town turning on them because they've disrespected <laughs> the noble turnip or something how dare you throw down this bound nature's bounty you know <laughs> yeah i think that would work quite well for a village because you basically you need if you run most um D ideas across that there's always something weird about a village but if you don't go what people go to first hmm. like they might see as i said the statue but the, the same statues everywhere and usually from people you speak to if they see if they go to somewhere new and they see the same statue everywhere they go oh it's the person that's important yeah yeah because so, the the first thought is always you try what you, the best things in D anD D work when you have something that it's not the first thought you should have that makes it mm. the best story if you know what I mean. So really though, what I'm asking kind of though is there like a an actual sinister underbelly here, or is it just something? Is it the implication is there is, but really it's just a town that just really digs turnips, <laughs> but like oh like. I think- you could easily make it feel like there's something sinister going on, but it's actually just a town that really liked turnips. Yeah, so they have like you, even could, to, so far as like the players go into like the local inn, which is called yeah. the Golden Turnip or something, and they ask for an ale. You need to have something a bit more subtle than that. Like I don't know, like, 
I don't know. Uh, I can't remember what turnip turnips are fall under and sort of thing. It's got to be it's something. Yeah, like chippers or something similar. I don't know. I think that's just potatoes, but yeah, you've got something slightly, slightly more subtle than that, so they don't just grasp it from everything's yeah. named after turnips. Oh yeah, no, I just pulled that out of nowhere. No, yeah, no, no I, 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 I know. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm not meaning to. Oh no, no. Just, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think if you do something like that and they go in and I like the idea that they're they, maybe they stumble upon a secret meeting and everyone's in robes and they're discussing the turnip harvest. <laughs> they're just decided to meet in a dark, dark uh, hall in robes. To talk so, about the turnip harvest. This was the only place that had enough chairs for all of us. Yeah, it's not, just not something. I always love the idea of creating the concept of sinister when there's no sinister there. Yeah, it's just really cold, and everyone wore, wore really big, thick robes. It's a bit chilly tonight. You know, this, this is why yeah. we've got these. <laughs> they're just sitting around, and they have like a, a a custom where they just kind of say, you know, the greater good. Just, you know, just using the greater good one, but just the something similar to good. that. And yeah. they just sit around in a circle and they have a little bit of chanting and they all talk about the turnip harvest and then they talk about <laughs> what else is going on and they say, did you see these these new people in the village? They don't know if they like turnips. Don't like travellers. One of them was eating a potato. Ugh. Yeah, and uh, you just have this feeling that there's something really sinister going on and there's like Kind of like basically the sort of hot fuzz style village. Yeah, yeah. But you, there's actually nothing going on. They're just really weird. But the more you <laughs> sow the seeds that there's something sinister going on, the more your players will be like, no, no, I, I want to know what's, I want to know what's going yeah. on. I want to know what's going on. I want to get to the bottom of this. There's nothing going on, but it's it's built enough intrigue that they will dig dig for hours in a puzzle that isn't actually a puzzle. They're going to get more and more paranoid trying to yeah. find out what the secret of this village is and the secret of this village is... Oh yeah, paranoia is a massive yeah. hook. There's, there's more turnips than anywhere else. <laughs> People just seem to dig them. Um, yeah. I can't help but think of that... Um, I do I do like the idea that someone's maybe tried to plant potatoes and they've offed them. Just, <laughs> just oh, he's died and everyone's like, did you hear about Sam? He planted potatoes, then he died. Oh, oh, that, oh. Let that be a lesson to you, young'uns. Never, the Lord hates a potato. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but really, it's just like there's some absolute psychos in the town who take it a bit far. They're like, what are you doing planting potatoes? Yeah, yeah. It's just, whereas actually he did just slip on his farm and land in his rake or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Just something... Genuinely, like a horrendous accident, but it was completely na- um, accidental. Oh, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. So he wasn't murdered then. So I was thinking there could be the sinister secret is just like there's somebody who really just loves turnips so much that they really just didn't approve of like what do you what do you mean crop rotation? Get those turnips I mean, in the ground, you know. You, you, could, you could always have there's one or two that seem like that, and there's whenever someone deviates, just little accidents genuinely just happen. <laughs> And to everyone else, it's just, oh, it's the god looking after them. But it's just accidental. But the players will be like, no, we need to get to the bottom of this mystery. <laughs> like, that's the most low stakes <laughs> plot hook. I love it. <laughs> I think it's for D&D. It would be fantastic. Though. Yeah, no, yeah. We can get a whole session out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Easily. I like it. What are we calling this turnip town? Oh. Now you're asking questions. Yeah, sorry, I put you on the spot a bit there. Um, um, let me just see what we can find about turnips that we could call this. It would be. I feel like it wouldn't um, be the smartest of names, though. Like, if, if this is a town of people who maybe don't really, they're not, you know, they're, they're not great travellers or whatever. They're quite content with their turnip-based existence here in like some little kind of corner. Um, well, I mean. If you're doing this and you don't want people to immediately get it, you could possibly do some... Well, Brassica is turnip. Okay. So if you swap on the, the nose around, just go Casabra. Oh, that's not a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then we, we can kind of obfuscate the uh, the inn thing there, just call it like the Casabra Arms or something. Either Casabra or Casabran, if you want to just make it a bit more of a sort of inlandy town. Yeah. I'm thinking... Oh, I haven't got my guess. map open. Let me, let me open my map. Um... Well, it, I mean, there's plenty of areas in the in the countryside here. I mean, um, yeah, it, it's it's got to be kind of a little maybe bit. the other side of a mountain. Yeah, in like a little valley kind of or like, something. Yeah, like properly, like hard to get to, as in that's why no one travels in or out off the main roads. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that there's certain areas I've got that I've got uh, you know an idea that it's a lot of small villages, but even then they're they're fairly close together. 
so we maybe want to leave that and sort of have it be there there's a couple of bits that are a bit, bit more remote um yeah it's got to be pretty um remote and off the way and there's maybe like one dirt track to it rather than any main road yeah yeah maybe on that, that we got the the sort of peninsula peninsula words on the um kind of north um northwest up there we we've kind of got a fairly large open area um near to the mountains there so maybe i can drop a dot in and things and yeah we'll, yeah. we'll drop a dot up there that that seems like it's sort of remote enough that not too many people are traveling up that way yeah yeah and the idea of them being surrounded by mountains on the other side means they're probably quite hemmed in mm. so that probably would work quite well and the, the remoteness kind of explains if we want to stick with that sort of um backstory of like there, there was a harsh winter and they really got into it yeah. you know that sort of works there mm. Mm. you know get, getting to a, a, a nearby town for help is maybe a bit off the cards in in like a harsh winter blizzard or something like that yeah, yeah. I mean, you could if you always wanted to go that way you could always have the, the players are coming down from the mountains and they find this village yeah because then that way you've got it rather than them stumbling across it in the middle of nowhere I'm not so much I'm not I'm not focused a huge amount on like players and uh, like the, what the player you know getting the players into the town so much because you know we can always find ways of that like you say you can have them come down the mountains or whatever yes. um i just want it to kind of hang together logically as a sort of place in the setting if that makes sense yeah, yeah. um that's cool i like that as a little town idea like, coming up with weird little villages is a fun thing <laughs> yeah. um there's one that i've got like kind of in the middle called potch that i think was a name that eden suggested and that I have earmarked as that is the village where the musical episode is going to happen. Um, <laughs> whenever I get round to finishing writing the musical episode. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the right, that's exactly the right response to that. Um, Cause it's not going to be good. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, should we, should we move on to another prompt? I think, cause I think sure. I feel like that's, that's about as in depth as we need to go on that. I think that's a, there's a good yeah. starting point there. Um, yeah. And leaving room to flesh out later with characters and things and, and such. Yeah. Um, so the next one that came up when I hit the random button there was describe a religious monument built or natural, which people of your world wish to visit at least once in their lifetime. My mind immediately went to, I, I don't know how much Skyrim you've played, but... Um, very, very little over the years, but... Okay. Yeah. But there, there's a place in that called uh, the statue, I think it's the Statue of Azora, but it's like this big kind of carved like well, it's a big statue up in the mountains and stuff mm. that's where my mind went immediately but i don't know sort of how that would fit it depends um what if you want to do this as there's this statue that's been created that everyone must see or if you have it that this is landmark that people that has been the 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 sort of hearsay about it has grown so massive mm. that everyone must come see it, and when they get there, they kind of go, "That's that's that's quite pathetic." That so it's been but sort the of hearsay just... is massive, so everyone wants to come see this, and they and they they get off on the, the tourism basically for it. Yeah, so it's been sort of associated as like, "Oh, this was this valley was carved during a, a fight between these two gods and such," and you get there, and it's just a bit disappointing. Not, but not to kind of that's much about your world, but do you have anything that could be considered volcanic? Um, not really in this part. I haven't really, um, in my head, this, this sort of area, you know, our main kind of bit where all the dots are on the map is, is a bit sort of similar to sort of central Europe. And right. that's, there's not a huge amount of volcanic activity, but I can. The idea of maybe like a preserve, something that's been preserved from like a landslide or volcanic uh, event, basically, that's been brought back and it's got maybe that's someone i don't know just let's do the sort of uh you look at the sort of lore style of the world and you say something like you know someone looked at it and they regained the ability to speak or someone but it's got this sort of weird twisted uh, local um belief that this is actually magical whereas it might just be you know a preserved pig so like or a, a kind preserved of dog or blarney stone type yeah thing. yeah there's actually like in in the local church near to me. There's a weird story about like, and and it's it's obviously apocryphal. Um, but apparently, when they were building the church, there was like 
they didn't have the right length of beam and then there was a carpenter there who nobody recognized and the next day they came back and the beam was the right length and it's called the miraculous beam and they're like oh it was jesus um yeah that, that kind of stuff yeah something like that i think as a monument you, yes you could do statues and busts and stuff but i think having a, nat- a naturally occurring thing mm. um that the locals are all speaking in whispers that oh you know it's I don't know, it's St. Dave's Well, and whenever you take water from St. Dave's Well, it cures all illness. Just some, something weird like, like that. that yeah, that, yeah. That it's, it's been blown out of proportion completely because it's, it's passed throughout the world. The world knows of this. Mm. Maybe no one knows where it is, but the world knows of this. And um, Maybe uh, there's like some royal connection, like some there, there was an afflicted sort of prince or something yeah, you know a, a, you got a plague or something or other and yeah 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 you could have it like you know there was a prince on his way back from a battle and he was trapped he was wounded and they thought he wouldn't survive and they gave him water from this well and he magically got better just just something like that something weird and just something that you can easily have people thinking this thing is magical everyone needs to come see this thing mm. and sure. it's actually just it's just a naturally occurring spring, a naturally yeah. occurring well. <laughs> it's just got the the lore and hype built up so much because one time it was useful. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that you know it was a perfectly natural remission of whatever was going wrong, or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's basically um, placeboed its way into becoming this yeah. magical monument. Which also we have the side thing as well of it that they're you know it's a D and D saying the gods are actually real. But so maybe maybe there's some kind of like disagreement. People say, "Oh no, this is this is obviously that this is evidence of the the healing hand of this god." And other people are like, "No, this isn't the place." You know, that nobody can really agree on which god it sort of is empowering yeah. this. Yeah, I I, I kind of like the idea that there's this. Well, this is the kind of side shoot, but I kind of like the idea that there's this massive church somewhere and it's built entirely because it was near this tiny trickle of a stream <laughs> because this tiny trickle of a stream was what you know gave the power to someone or yeah. saved a prince saved a king but it's been completely dwarfed by this massive church but this church is like no no we're here because of since i don't know since gerald's stream or something like that I don't yeah know you this, this is the we're here because this is an important religious site but so it's basically a church has sprung up and the, the only things around it are kind of like you say tourism related so yeah. they're sort of like various sort of lodges for the faithful but then there's also quite a lot of sort of people selling robes with i visited such yeah. and such yeah <laughs> so, tourism on it yeah there's guys selling little um bobbleheads and things yeah people selling little vials of water from it oh, yeah. oh of course yeah be selling that i like that i've actually already got a, i've got a town called Lightwell, but that's kind of on a main road i i, I like the idea of this actually being like like you say a little, not completely i don't want this to be like as remote as the as the turnip yeah. village I think, this, I think this should basically be you're possibly looking at the sort of mountain pass mm. somewhere and it's maybe off to the side of the road yeah like they found this naturally occurring spring somewhere off the 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 road over the mountain mm. and that's where this is all sprung up from so it's a bit of a trek to get to but that's kind of what they think means it's more you know they have pilgrimages to this and everything because people want to get up the mountain and there's the hard way to get up or the easy way in the road and oh these people are all determined to get up the mountain because you know they're showing showing that they deserve to be healed at the end of it and the pilgrim's path kind of thing yeah yeah, something something crazy like that that but if you've um, got five copper uh, ted with his cart will take you up there yeah (laughs) Um, you up the pilgrim's path yeah <laughs> well there's actually I'm, I'm kind of looking at where i've put lakes and things i mean this is all fairly arbitrary really a lot of the rivers and lakes are just kind of drawn as like oh that's cool that that sort of fits the, the thing is you don't even need to have it connected too much it could just be um like there's a tiny maybe even six foot length of spring mm. that starts here at the top of this mountain and it just keeps going down and it disappears out, and then it reappears as a massive river further down. But it's this section that's yeah. This, this is the holy section. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, that also, I think actually, that might be a, a, an extra place to add in. Uh, I will add that in as a new place rather than trying to assign that to a dot that I've already got on the map. Yeah. But yeah, I like that uh, idea. Maybe of like the only a, thing there is like a tiny village and this massive cathedral. Mm, a little tourist trap that's sort of. Yeah, sprung you know, up for the everyday, everyone that lives there and just selling, making as much money as possible on the backs of. You know, we all we've we've got all these vials of this water, and you can only look at it for X amount of time, and you're not allowed near it in case you drink from it. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of a predatory kind of industry there of like. No. I, I do like the idea as well. There's been like a certain there's someone that does the. You're not allowed to drink from the well yourself. You've got to have someone anointed to come and take the water and they hand it to you. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. you can't contaminate it. The high priest of the of the spring must bless it yeah. each time. Something, something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'm I'm all for putting in weird little places and stuff like that that most likely we'll never visit in a game, but it's just yeah. fun as like a huh, oh yeah that place and then you, like you, I can you, drop it into conversation as like oh yeah so you've been there and things and- yeah I mean if you if you came up with a name for the spring like I don't know say you did say you named after a previous king previous prince previous yeah. something previous war general or something um and you had that and you just had it always oh it's St. Blas string, uh, stream, yeah. and you just talk about it. Oh, it's it's apparently the most healing power in the wor- in the whole of the the realm. Mm. All you need to do is mention it in passing. You don't ever need to say where it is, and because if you ask someone where is it, they go, "Oh, we don't know where it is, but we hear it's we hear it's really good." And then if they want to research it and they want to go that way, then you can actually have the they find the path to it. Mm. Like, but it's one of those things, like you say, everyone's everyone's kind of heard of it as a thing of like, oh yeah, they've been to. So and so down the road went on pro- pilgrimage there, and he came back, and he could walk again. Yeah, yeah. And most of these tales, if not ninety nine percent of them, are apocryphal. People have oh, been, yeah. but they, you know, rather, they want to keep face. They don't want to admit that they yeah. travelled for two weeks in the back of a cart, and it yeah, turned I mean, out to just be a you river. You could easily just have it that that person was bedridden for five years, and then doing all this walking actually healed them from. Their muscles go out, going atrophy, and actually being used and pumping blood to their legs, and actually recovered that way. And mm. but no, 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 it's drinking the water, drinking the water. <laughs> um, the next random prompt that got, that came up, I don't think we'll do it because this is a little bit sort of uh, of a. This has sort of consequences in games and things. Was create a love interest NPC for one of your PCs and add consequences. I feel like I'll, we'll probably leave that for now. <laughs> Yeah, mainly because I'm not. Uh, I don't really know what your yeah I, NPCs are. I don't really know what. I... In terms of ongoing games at the moment, we're kind of on hold with the the group of um, that are sort of trapped inside a, a giant obsidian sphere within a mountain at the moment, and the mm. other group have been trapped with, within a time bubble for uh, quite some time as yeah, well. There's not really much love interest you can do in a time bubble unless not you've really, got like a no. new that follows them or something. I don't Especially know. when time is passing normally for them, but. In, they seem to be sort of frozen in time for everybody outside. Um, not a lot of love interest going on, really. No. no. <laughs> so I think we'll, we'll skip that prompt for now. Um, this is an interesting one, though, the next one. Um, describe an endangered species in your world. Why is it in this position? I like the idea of... Well, no, I don't like the idea. But <laughs> the, the idea of like um, a kind of rare variety of animal that was sort of just so delicious yeah um uh, my initial my initial thoughts there was just go with the traditional one of there was the what was the animal that was described as delicious that was found by sailors and just immediately eaten by everyone it's like a type of turtle wasn't it i think and they, they kept eating them on the way back to england <laughs> yeah. specimen never made it back <laughs> i think that's the story i can't remember where i heard that it's a QI, I think it was. It could, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that does sound like a QI fact. But yeah, something like that. Um, maybe not a turtle, because we're in I kind of like a te- uh, temperate dodos climate. Dodos as well were one. Yes. And that apparently were, were uh, large flightless birds that were delicious. <laughs> they were very, well, very with no fear of humans. <laughs> so they just... Yeah. yeah. Well, that actually gives me the idea. We've got a few little islands around the coast. Yeah. Maybe there's... Uh, and we actually our last world building episode we talked about the amethyst isles maybe there was something indigenous to there um which was perfectly fine as a population but once the isles became kind of part of the larger nation people started 
exporting them as a they were like oh yeah this is a delicacy but then of course the sort of call for that as like a oh no we want to you know we want to try this you know the demand's going up and up and up um and the population is just sort of dwindling i mean you could have them in a way that they're tied into like pandas they just can't breed in captivity oh that's an yeah that's another another twist so on that's that why well. this pocket of refuge of this extinct, nearly extinct animal are only surviving because when they tried putting them in captivity or tried get moving them anywhere hmm. the conditions were just the so minuscule off that they just couldn't breed and continue yeah so they, they, they just died for no reason they so can't be farmed like, kind of thing yeah and, yeah well the whole thing with the the amethyst dials is they're kind of infused with this sort of low-level magical field um we hmm. talked about this on previous sort of um world building episodes that we did so maybe that that maybe that sort of <laughs> most things on the islands have been affected one way or another maybe the their sort of lifeblood maybe tie in the the sort of traditional um like uh, elf thing from most most other literatures where elves are they need that residual magic to properly mm. survive as a, as a species so just have them so maybe that's why they can't be sort of kept in captivity elsewhere yeah. Yeah, they just don't have that residual magic in the soil or the earth or the air or whatever one yeah. it is. Um, that's why they just can't survive anywhere else. But that's also what makes them so delicious. Yeah, <laughs> just that they're a little bit tangy. Mm. Yeah, mm. leaves your tongue glowing or something. Yeah, they they turn your tongue pink. They turn your tongue what's going to say pink. Turn your tongue yellow or something yeah. for a day. But they because they leave such delicious tastes and it dances on your taste buds, makes everything else taste good or something. I don't mm. know. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of I don't know. This is I'm a vegetarian. I want to put this out there for listeners. <laughs> so it's a little weird to kind of think of what are we going to call this really delicious animal that we've come up with. Um, um, in my head, I'm kind of like I'm picturing like like you said dodos, but kind of like a dodo crossed with a puffin. Um, I want it um, with the magical field. I feel like it would be fairly. I've got thinking like a kind of iridescent sort of sheen to it. I kind of feel that they've got to have a name that when someone says this name, you kind of go, what? If you've never heard of them, but all the, if you talk, talk to anyone rich, they said, oh, we had roast this. And everyone goes, oh, but aren't, aren't they extinct? No, no, no. My family. Oh, the decadence. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be something stupid. Like, it's got to either be something incredibly fancy or incredibly, like, mundane. So it's got to be like an oof or... Uh, um, what was the yeah. one that the several animals together to make it look look like one mythical creature? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, um, I know what you mean. Uh, or like a chimera. Kind of. Um, let me just see. Uh, I'm also thinking of that, um, like the fake mermaids that used to get made by people stapling <laughs> monkey skeletons to fish, put in freak oh. shows. I just this is uh, so apparently engastration is the cooking technique uh, in which remains of one animal are stuffed into another animal. Yeah. And weirdly, when I look this up on Wikipedia, it says see also, and the only thing on see also is whole stuffed camel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's a new one on me. I was thinking, of, I, I'm pretty sure it's Tuducken, isn't it, where you put like a turkey. In... Uh, Tuducken is mentioned here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but vegetarian, then, um... not, not eating it myself. Um, so not one that had uh, they like put like the legs of a of a um, pig and then have like chicken wings and something like all together and they oh, have they have parts uh, of animals all sewn together. Probably people people eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I mean, you could, you could basically go. It depends how elaborate you want them to have be because um, they're very old old creatures. Like, yeah, kind of like the dodo was. The dodo has a very like a, a name. You it's kind of a silly name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think in like but a kind of the sort of like it's a very sort of old name. It's not like a like an explorer found it. It's very much like you know, so like a slightly silly sounding name then, really. Yeah, as I said, maybe something like an like as I said, like an oomph or a oof or a yeah something um... that's that sounds just like oh, what's that? Oh, it's a what about a, a Badoof? Yeah. I mean, actually, that's very close to the Pokemon Bidoof. But I, oh, yeah. My brain went Badoof as in, like, cause bad. Cause yeah. Maybe that's the noise that the first person who tried to catch one made when he fell off the cliff and landed on a rock. Yeah, <laughs> you, 
you got to give them a, a weird name. Something yeah. sort of short and, and stubby. Because they basically... Well, I imagine they're... Are we still thinking that the sort of small flightless birds? Are we thinking... What kind of creature are we thinking they are? Um, I am thinking like a kind of bird, like a kind of... But I don't know about flightless, but sort of population limited to like small islands there. So maybe they don't... They, they really just behaviorally don't go very far. Um, I mean, you you could have it like a sort of ostrich but not having it being even remotely have the you know the powerful legs they're just literally just a plump bird that just walks around yeah kind of looking like a penguin yeah um, yeah that's in, in my head i'm thinking penguins puffins dodos that sort of vibe yeah i like um umph as an ending syllable mm. so we could do a pudumph pudumph i like that <laughs> yeah a pudumph yeah, which it's it's got that sort of like oh that sounds kind of silly. That's a silly name. Yeah, sort of thing. essentially when someone when someone rich says oh we had three roasted pudumphs, and yeah. you're like what the fuck's a pudumph? <laughs> it's about fifty gold per bird is what it is. <laughs> yeah, now I like that a pudumph, and it's like you say it's kind of it, they've gotten endangered because yeah they're they're kind of a little bit stumpy and waddle stumpy about and. and- the yeah. fact that I like the idea that they get distracted easily. If you walk into their enclosure and they start, they all just start following you in a line. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, very thick and very easily distracted. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even though they've been hunted to near extinction, they've still not really developed much of a sort of um, fear of people coming to get them <laughs> and such. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah like I say, the dodo thing of, like, they didn't really, you know, they're, they're a bit thick. Yeah, they, they still sort of walk up to you and be, like, really curious at you and you're holding a knife in front of them. They're just like, oh, what's this? That's shiny. Well, oh, it's very pointy as well. Oh, what's happening to Gerald? Yeah. Hey, you stab one of them, the rest will come over. They don't get angry, they just look at Gerald, like, why is he not moving? What's, what, why is De- Gerald's head not on anymore? That's very strange. Oh, there's some strange <laughs> liquid on the ground here. <laughs> Yeah, just just the idea that they just have no survival instincts at all. Yeah, again, it is, like I I can't say it enough. This is it's a bit of a weird prompt for me. Well, no, the prompt itself isn't weird. It's just where we've gone with it being the vegetarian thing. You've been like, okay, let's come up with a reason this bird was eaten to death. Yeah. I do like the idea that well, as we said the magic tasting thing. They have the sort of golden berry effect that they just change the taste of everything else you eat after it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, all of that adds to how you know people would want to eat them, I suppose. Yeah, they've got to have something unique about them that makes them so mm. desirable by yeah. the rich. And I think the idea that there's something, like, as I said, the sort of golden berry but in meat form. Well, and the the eggs as well maybe have like their own sort of prized mm. sort of so the, the, the birds themselves are quite the delicacy, but then so are the eggs. So this is all leading to like I mean, you, you could have that the, because they're raised in magic, they've got a sort of rainbow colour to the eggs if you just have them like cooked. They've got sort of vibrant very colors to them like like an oil spill yeah well i was already kind of thinking like the the kind of sheen on the birds themselves is sort of a bit they're a bit kind of iridescent a bit kind of to catch the light in a weird way and stuff and yeah yeah, yeah. which which sort of fits in with some of the other stuff we uh Ian and i came up with for the amethyst amethyst dials before with, like these crystal golems and things and yeah 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 i like it pudumps <laughs> uh I'm expecting. Uh, I really want a. I want a drawing of a pudumph. So I have to ask Klepto really nicely. Well, this was my subtle way of doing it without saying Klepto, please draw me a pudumph. But <laughs> oh god, oh god. Yeah. Okay. I think let's do one more. That's going to be a neat intro. I think to the um, our world building July. Um, let's yeah, make yeah. it a fun one. Okay, well, here's one to end on then. So, uh, reviled or revered describe a profession that causes strong reactions in a culture. Profession? Hmm. Now, I actually kind of want to tie this back. You want to do a Padumph Hunter. A Padumph Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, there's definitely some, uh, yeah, there's going to be some strong opinions on that, I think. Actually, um, if they're just a wild one, like a bounty hunter, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I kind of think I want to tie this one back. Actually, I had the, the immediate thought on that was like an inquisitor of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've yep. we've kind of well, we did a, a sort of overview episode a little while back about the kind of surrounding nations around our kind of main focused one. 
And to the south, there's this uh, there's one called uh, Sarvea, um, which we'd sort of said was this is kind of like they're building up to you know that there's a sort of growing kind of overtly kind of Spanish Inquisition style kind of movement on the grow there that thinks you know the nation is sort of on the brink of chaos and only they can kind of bring things back and that. So I had, I thought, I mean, cause it's a reviled or revered. So that this could kind of, as a sort of inquisitor for them would kind of fill both those descriptions a little bit. Mm, yeah. um, we didn't really specify which particular God it was that these ones are working for, uh, you know, religion wise. Um, only that sort of, they've got this opinion that sort of, you know, things have gone too far and it, it, give it another 10 years and there'll be like a kind of big religious war type kind of thing kicking off. Yeah. It was kind of the state we sort of explained that as being in. So I, I like to think that we're kind of in the early days of these sort of figures kind of quite severe. I mean, are you going like the sort of witch hunter yeah, types as well? Yeah. That they kind of walk into village and say, just walk in and they just sort of look around looking all um, very intense and then they walk into an inn and say, you're, um, there's a painting on one of your walls that's obviously of the devil. Mm. Either you, uh, not only do you want to remove it, but we're going to burn you because you've, you know, had this painting up and people are tainted. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I had in mind. That kind of sort of, you know, th- you know, pretty much they're, <laughs> they're looking for sin. They're looking for, e- you know, yeah, evil in inverted commas, and they're going to find it wherever they go because they, you know. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, you could do that. I mean, you could give them a sort of, um, said sort of Spanish Inquisition style witch hunter mm. where they walk and they just find sin everywhere. And they're, I mean, the traditional way that you'd imagine witch hunters is they kill people and they have like public trials and stuff if they yeah, want to. Yeah, at the stake and whatnot. Yeah. And then, but I think in this kind of, it's like, I kind of like the idea they just start fires. <laughs> they're just like your end is a travesty. We're going to, we're just going to now lock you into your end and just set fire to it. Yeah. So they maybe they haven't even... got the like societal, like we're kind of, we're not quite at the tipping point yet. Like yeah. these are the, these are the first sort of first arrivals I, of, of a kind of Inquisition type thing. I do, I do kind of like the idea that they're just followed, or it's like two of them on a horse and they're followed around by this large cart full of barrels of oil and they just roll two barrels into any building they want to set fire to and just light it. Yeah. And say, so, yeah, who's going to stop it's us the, kind of thing. Yeah, you can't stop us and it doesn't matter if your building won't burn, we'll make it burn. Mm. Yeah, we've got the backing of, you know, the church or whatever. We, you yeah. know, we, we are our, our consciences God. are yeah. clean no matter how many people we're, lives are destroying or we're killing, yeah. you know, in this we know we're on the right side of history, even though they're, you know, they're clearly yeah, oh yeah, not. They're, they're clearly mad, but that's clearly the whole point of them. Yeah. As they just walk, they just go into a village and just, they just look at things. And even if it's something as small, as I said, of a, there's a portrait on a wall or someone's drawn a, a devil on one of your tables. Mm. Um, they're like, this is the sign that the devil is near. We're going to burn your tavern. Yeah. This is clearly a den of, den of iniquity, den of sin. It yeah. has no place in, you know, no, no place in God's true, uh, yeah. God's true and clean land. Yeah. So we're going to incinerate it all. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of like an idea of like, I don't, again, I don't like an idea. <laughs> it's a, a lot that they've got a kind of branding thing with them as well. That like, I don't know. They're they're not killing everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you say, the the arson thing is definitely a thing. And if people happen to be in there, then so be it. I think if you're going through something like that, it's literally just going to be a case of that they just go, like, this is the den. If we destroy the den, then the, the devil will become more. And they just, they like to sort of hang around after to see who's most distraught by that building going. And then they're like, right, you're distraught by us burning down the tavern. Therefore, you must have been the devil that was hanging around in it because the devil would be yeah. bothered by this building disappearing. Definitely. Yeah. So then are they, are they then dragging people off or are they. Branding them as a servant kind of, like, of evil, or I mean, I kind of think if you're gonna do the the full full on crazy, I mean, you could have them. They have their own little caravans that go with them. As I said, the one that's got the big bar- barrels of oil, uh, yeah, and one's got like they've just got like a um, sort of large cage cart mm. with them, and they just cart people into it. Yeah, and then just go off from town to town. They don't even bother to. 
And then once they've done their circuit of about four towns, then they go, they send those two carts off and get new ones. Mm. I like that as a sort of, as I say, I kind of want to give the vibe of like, this is the very early stages of a kind of budding inquisition. So maybe when they're getting to towns, they're really not seeing the sort of rising up of like, they're, they're not turning up and going, there's a witch here and everyone in the town is suddenly with them on it. If you know what I yeah. mean? So they are kind of, yeah, they're, they're strong in their faith that they are doing the right thing, but they are not, receiving unconditional backing from the people yeah, you know I, I like the the idea that they're doing the proper thing that um the sort of witch hunters things did which were they they or the um inquisition did where they were like have you said your prayers today to anyone and they get they get annoyed at people who don't go and pray several times a day but mm. they are never seen to pray once yeah because they're the word of god god they don't need to to pray that god knows they're doing the right thing yeah yeah this is this is almost part of their thing though you know some people pray at the temple we serve our our god by yeah. removing we, we, his we enemies. By removing devils. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Bit of a downer note to kind of end this episode on, but hey, there you go. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna end on uh, burning an inquisition, then yeah, it's, it's yeah. Setting a setting a weird tone for the uh, start of our, uh, <laughs> our world building July, but um, yeah, I, I like that as a kind of thing. I, I like all the things that we've come up with today. So we've got uh, we've got oh pudumps. I'm gonna have to write that down because I do. Uh, I, I love them. Um, pudumps. We've got the uh, Inquisition. We have Inquisition. We've got the small stream, the religious stream. Mm. And we've got the, the turn up village. I like it. There's a good wide breadth of fun stuff to add to the setting there. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks so much for joining me for this. This has yeah. been uh, this has been a lot of fun. Anytime, as I said, I'm more happy just to sit and ramble these ideas off anytime. So mm. yeah, just check me anytime. Definitely. So be- before I go into all the links and things for this podcast, would you like to plug your own? Plug our own. Yes. Well, we. I am from the. Uh, I'm from Penis RPG. Uh, I do most of the story writing and stuff for that. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere at Penis RPG, including on Twitch now, which is twitch.tv slash Penis RPG. Um, we are in the middle of a hiatus at the moment uh, because we are looking for an editor. Um, because uh, we're just having a couple, I'm, I'm just personally having a little bit of problems doing all the editing myself, which is what I've done for the last five years. Mm. <laughs> so we're looking for an editor at the moment. Hopefully we'll find one um, relatively soon and then we can get back to properly putting episodes out because we do have them. They are coming. They will just be maybe in a couple one or two weeks before they're properly out, but yeah. yeah. Um, once they get back to normal, we're back to our usual weekly schedule. We usually release on Sundays. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We've got more 2015, which is our cyberpunk-style story. And we've got one or two one-shots we've taped, and I think we've got a couple of other things. And I'm also working on uh, the Halloween one. There will be a Halloween one this year as well, which we usually have where we get uh, lots of people in to do uh, basically do the same story, run multiple times to different groups. Yeah, your your Halloween ones are always a lot of fun. I think yeah. I, I I've been on I think most of them, haven't I, at this point? But We've usually done, as part of the the sort of as as a kind of penance home group rather than as a pretending with dice kind of group. Sort of yeah, I think we've done three. Yeah, we did three now because we did um, Eisenport, the first one, which was one about the uh, which is based on the uh, Lovecraft style. Yeah. Um, then the second one we did was lovely, lovely Doral Hursk. Which was the fun one with the uh, the man in the tower and the session with blood. Oh, and then yeah, one, that one. Yeah. Then the one we did last year was I forgot what the name of the village from last year's one was, but it was the one with the uh, it was local bar. Yes, it was local bar last year, and it was the one with the small fuzzy creatures. That was it. Was that the one I played like a the prospector and. The prospector was the second. The prospector was the Dora Hursk. I remember that because you, uh, Barry, was the daredevil that kept changing his horse's name. Yeah, I feel like we ruined yeah. that for you. <laughs> I can't remember what AJ was last year. But anyway, um, there's those and there's one this year. Uh, I'm in the middle of writing. The first year I played it, I was, I was attempting to do like a gangster voice and it didn't go very well. Like, oh. oh yes, you were playing Mr. Wizzle this year. That was it. Yeah, I was playing a magi- <laughs> children's birthday party magician. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, uh, so, um, um, yeah. yeah. There will be one um, this year, which will probably be taping. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't properly written it yet. I just realised it's in July already. 
Um, we need to probably write it up uh, the next month or so and probably tape some in August, some in September and get them out for October. Um, but yeah, if uh, anyone does want to be a part of the Halloween things, if they send us a message either on uh, Pennsylvania Twitter or um, where it was the best way to contact us. Yeah. No, probably just Penance RPG Twitter. Penance RPG on all the things, really, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. send us a message anywhere there and just say you'd like to be a part of this year's Halloween and we will find a group for you. Usually we put it out to everyone um, and see what their response is. So yeah, that'll be fine. Um, but yeah, awesome. uh, that's been that. I've, I've we've mostly said been doing the, the Twitch recently where I've been playing through uh, like Resident Evil and whatnot. So mm. just for the fun of it. I think we're playing through Shadow of Mordor at the moment. So yeah. Yeah, um, tune in. Penance Alpha G on Twitch. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll stop my plugs there. And, yeah, that's uh, all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, like I said at the start, uh, for the rest of July, we're going to be releasing uh, an episode a week here on Pretending with Dice, doing uh, world building stuff. Uh, the rest of it based on the summer camp prompts from World Anvil. Um, so yeah, tune in every Thursday for that. Uh, in the meantime, though, you can, uh, as always, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all of which we're at Pretend with Dice. Uh, come and join us on our uh, Discord server, the links to which are in the contact page of our Podbean site and in our Twitter bio. It's a lot of fun on there. We are just gearing up, actually, to record our very first uh, listener one-shot um, with people from the um, from the Discord server. So, yeah, if you want to get involved in that... Come and join yeah, us. I can't remember. Uh, well, that is going to be um, Jeff, uh, Klepto, and Sharona. We are doing, I think, the, the tentative title, which is what I'm basing, <laughs> what I'm writing on, is The Great Meat Heist. Um, yes, yes. Which I believe just came out of like a Jackbox Games joke or something yeah. or other. Um, but hey, you know, it's going to be, I, I'm in the middle of writing it at the moment. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward cool. to that. Um, but yeah, join us on the Discord server. Uh, who knows? You might get to play uh, in a game with us. Um, but yes, we will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. Good night, folks.